Hi everyone, welcome to episode 6 of the Redemption Arc. I'm your host, Iman. Hi everybody, um, I hope you are all doing really, really well, um, especially given the week that we are in right now, which is Holy Week, also known as Passion Week. Um, for those that aren't familiar, Holy Week is the week that extends from Palm Sunday to Easter Sunday. Um, and so I, I, I hope you know to release this episode on the same day that I'm recording it, so you um, tomorrow, if you're listening to this when it first drops, tomorrow um, will be Easter Day. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to use this episode to re- share my my reflections, just sort of where I am mentally, spiritually, the things that have come across my mind or scripture I've read um, during this Holy Week. Oh, and just to sort of expand on the definition of it um, or, or to provide a little more context. So Holy Week, like I said, is that week extending from Palm Sunday to Easter. And so Palm Sunday is the day that we, um, is the day that Jesus entered Jerusalem. Um, and so in, in that in the, the, the passages that describe that, we see him entering on a donkey and we see the people of Jerusalem really celebrating him. They're shouting Hosanna, which is like, save us, Lord. Um, they're all very, very excited, not yet really understanding his mission and what he um, came to do. They thought he was trying to establish an earthly kingdom as opposed to the heavenly kingdom that he would be speaking about. Um, and then, so then over the course of those seven days, um, Jesus is betrayed by um, Judas. We see him praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, um, which is where he expresses that, you know, we really get to see his humanness. In that moment, we see um, just how painful and agonizing of an experience he knew that he was about to undergo with his crucifixion. But it is also in that in that same prayer where he's expressing this um, to the Father that he then uses the phrase that the last episode of the podcast um, which is called Jesus Take the Wheel, really emphasizes um, or really focuses on, which is yet not as I will, but as you will. And so he says that. And in that way, he's submitting to the will of the Father. He is fully embracing um, this this mission that he's been given during his earthly, his time on earth. Um, and then we see him handed over to to Pilate. We see him you know, be put on trial. Then ultimately we see him crucified, which is what Good Friday yesterday for me um, maybe not for by the time that you're listening to this, but it was yesterday for me, um, which is that day. That was the day on which Christ was crucified, crucified. And then we have Sunday, Easter, which celebrates his resurrection. We see him conquer death. We see him, um, yeah, be victorious over, over death, over sin. And that is what we get to celebrate in this week. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, I just wanted to just briefly share just some of the things that I've been thinking about in this week. I I came into Holy Week incredibly excited. Um, I was excited. I mean, being on a college campus and being involved with a couple different Christian organizations, there are lots of events for me to attend. You know, there are the morning prayer meetings and the worship nights and the late night prayer meetings. And um, there will be a bunch of services I can go to on Easter day, brunch, worship, like things like that. So there's a lot of events to engage in right and I I felt myself very excited for those things I'm still excited for those things because yeah like I said tomorrow on actual Easter day um I get there's a lot I'll get to do and I'll get to do that alongside Christian community which I'm very blessed to have but I think that um in a week like this um and just in general as we move through our our this walk with Christ we need to make sure that we are 
so much more concerned about the about those those times spent in silence and solitude and just sitting in the presence of God, communing with him, right? Reading his word, praying, pouring out um, our thoughts and feelings and desires to him, casting our burdens on him, listening to to see what he is communicating to us. It's those moments um, separate separate from everyone else. Um, you know, there's no sort of, there was no planning committee to facilitate these encounters that we have with God. Like those are the moments we really need to treasure and we really need to, um, cherish and celebrate, um, and to thank God for, I, 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 I've started to like say this often in my prayers, um, as I open or close them, but like just thanking God that we have, that we as Christians know that we have access, personal access to the God of the universe and that we can speak to him so freely and we can come to him, um, you know, see him as a father, as a friend, see Christ as our brother, as our redeemer, um, the Holy Spirit as our advocate, our sustainer, all of these things, right? Um, That we have this multifaceted, you know, complex understanding of who God is and the fact that, right, he is the one who breathed everything that we we know and all the things that we haven't yet discovered because there are so many limitations to what mankind can can know um and at the same time he wants to engage in this incredibly personal relationship with us and we can come to him um at any moment and really in any manner and so i think that i i hope that throughout this holy week that that's something you've been able to to engage in is those moments of just like intimacy with with christ Um, yeah, uh, yeah, John 15, which is the passage that I realized just like, it just keeps coming up over and over again in conversations I have with friends or just like Bible studies and things like that, just because it's such a, a, an incredible passage. Um, Christ talks about how he is the vine and we are the branches and how he has to abide in us and we abide in him. And so it really is like, that's what this relationship is supposed to look like. It's sort of like this inseparability between Christ and us. And that's what we have the gift of um, through the Holy Spirit. Um, and then we abide in him through our faith. Um, and so, I, yeah, I think, I, I hope that that's something you've been able to focus on. Um, at the same time, I'm, yeah, I'm sort of expressing all of these like aspirations I had coming into Holy Week. But I felt myself a couple of days ago saying this to um, some people that I was kind of disappointed about how I had moved through Holy Week. Um, because I, I, right, I imagined that I would start each morning with Jesus and I would be in my word for like double the length of time that I typically am. And I would, yeah, just do all of the, like everything I was just describing about those really intimate moments. I was planning on having more of those than I typically do. Um, but I didn't, um, I didn't necessarily make as much time for Jesus as I thought I would in this week. I was spending a lot of time with friends, with all of the good weather that has come in my college hometown for like the first time all academic year, basically. Um, just sitting outside and having lots of fun with people and being very social and obviously tending to like my academic responsibilities, but I wasn't carving out the additional time that I, I wanted to spend with Jesus. And so I could feel myself condemning myself for that, for falling short in that way. Um, but thankfully, um, my mom and my best friend, they said very similar things when I shared that sentiment with them, which was that that fact, um, like the fact that I wasn't able to like live up to my expectations for myself this week really just further emphasizes the need for the cross. Um, 
it's Romans 8, 1 that says there is no condemnation for those who are, um, who are in Jesus, who are in Christ. Um, and so I think that that they, they were just sort of honing in on that idea that I need not um, beat myself up about something like that. Of course, we need to be intentional and we need and there are you know practical ways that we can improve and pour more into this relationship and pursue Christ, right? Pursue Christ um, and his kingdom and his righteousness, right? However, um, it's it's funny that like it's through my failure to do what I wanted to do that I'm able just to see even clearer why the, the cross was necessary because we cannot do it on our own. Um, the law was given, right, and a standard was expressed, but mankind, through our through the, the weakness of our flesh um, and through our just like rebellious hearts against the things of God, we failed time and time and time again um, to meet that standard. And that wasn't the law's fault. It was our fault. Um, and so it was then that, you know, and so the way that the law has been fulfilled um, and we are given access to eternal life and all of the things that God and, and relationship with God here on earth, too, which is exactly what he created us for is through Christ. Like that's that's what that's what it's all about. That's what the gospel is. Um, that he was sent on the behalf of mankind to do what we would be fully incapable of doing. It doesn't matter how, how much you study the word. It doesn't matter how, um, you know, how many, how many times a week you spend at church, right? Yeah. How many hours a week you spend at church? Um, none of those things, how, how well you can sing during worship or how eloquent your prayers are. None of those things could ever, um, constitute, could, could ever sort of, um, earn you a spot in heaven it could ever it can never justify you in the eyes of god but rather it is through it is through faith in christ it is through submission to him it's making him the lord of your life and then allowing for that um internal transformation that only he can conduct like that's the way that we are justified that is how we, we are redeemed and so for anyone that like hasn't yet listened to the first episode um or just like Maybe yeah, maybe yeah, maybe this is your first time listening, and so you don't really know the backstory of uh, the title of the show. That's what it's really all about. I call it the redemption arc because I've been on this redemption arc, um, and will continue to be on one so long as I am walking with Christ. But it's not something that I um, have been able to. I didn't catapult myself onto this path, and I certainly haven't sustained myself um, and, and and kept me on the straight and narrow. It's Christ that's done that. Um, and it's just such a blessing to know that that is the case. And so just to, you know, briefly touch on some of the scripture that informed everything that I was just saying um, earlier, because um, I've been reading Romans 6 through 8 um, this week, just like rereading it and studying it intently and, you know, using a commentary to make sure I'm really fully understanding like context and what's going on in each of these verses, because it's such a like that's the wonderful thing when you really start to engage in in Bible study, not just like Bible skim, Bible glance, um, like the way that I was doing for most of my life. Um, but like actual study and really trying to break it down. Not even in you know you, you don't need to try to be a theologian. Like that need not be your pursuit. But understanding that the word is the way that we get to know the word, the word being Christ. Um, but like, yeah, scripture is um, 
such a blessing to be able to directly access him and get to know his heart better through that. Um, but that was sort of a tangent. I'm gonna have a whole separate episode on like why we need to read the Bible and why it's a gift and not a burden. Um, that will come at some point in time, but the scripture I was going to look at first, we have Romans six, three through four, which reads in the new King James version, it says, or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Um, so I think like just those two verses alone really epitomize what this is all about. Um, we, when we celebrate Christ's crucifixion and his resurrection, we are also, we are celebrating the fact that we have been crucified. Our former selves, our flesh, right, has been crucified. We've, we have died to sin and then we have been resurrected. We have been made into new creatures, new people, right, with, um, yeah, we've been redeemed. Um, and so we're no longer bound by uh, the Romans 6 through 8, like those chapters keep using the phrase slave, right? Like slave to sin. We are no longer slaves to sin. We are no longer um, bound by like the strongholds that are on us. We are no longer, we don't have to let sin reign, reign in our bodies. I, I really love that phrase. And I think that comes out in Romans six twelve. Um, this says, therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in its lusts. Um, and these passages, like they focus on the fact that so long as we are on this planet, um, we have our flesh, like our mortal bodies. We can't get rid of those. Um, but every person that accepts Christ as their savior, um, which is what Romans 10, 9 says, it says um, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Point. Like, I don't know what I just said. I meant to say point blank period. <laughs> like that, that is... That's the, the key to salvation, right, is accepting Christ as your Savior. And so every person that accepts Christ as their Savior receives the Holy Spirit. Um, and that is, and yeah, we and which is what the, the Romans 6 passage that I was talking about um, alludes to is the fact that um, we can allow the Holy Spirit to reign in our lives. And we are no longer bound um, to the desires and the passions of our flesh. Um, and the other passage I wanted to talk about also in Romans, um, it's Romans 7. It's, you know, if you want to sort of read the extended version, I do verses 17 through 24. But I'll start at verse 21. And it says, I find then a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Um, now, I didn't read anything before those verses, so that might feel a little confusing. And I won't go super, super in depth because I think that this chapter or like the ideas at the core of, core of, of this chapter discuss, like deserves its own episode. But essentially in this section, Paul is writing about how he, his mind desires to, to serve God and to adhere to the law and to do what he is called to do. But his body, his flesh that I was just talking about, um, desires to do the very opposite. So he's saying that there are essentially these two different like forces at war within him. Um, and that's, and I'm sure a lot of us relate to that, right? And in, in, in this verses like 17 through 
20, yeah, he's talking about like, I do what I don't want to do and what I want to do, I don't do. And how it's just like this constant battle. But then he tells us what the solution to that is. In, in the last verse that I read, it says, who delivered me from this body of death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Um, that Jesus saves us from this battle where, where we are just overtaken by our passions and that we um, be, because he's transforming us from the inside out and because he paid the price on our behalf because we're always going to fall short. I forgot um, the verse, but like there's a verse that says um, all will fall short of the glory of God. Um, and so we'll never not fail. We'll never not come maybe, you know, close to, to the standard, but then fa- fall in, fail in one area. If you fail in one area, you have failed it completely. Um, and that's what Jesus saves us from, from the burden of having to to figure it out all on our own. And I think that I, that's something I've just, that's been on my mind throughout this Holy Week. Um, it's just the freedom that we have in Christ, the freedom, the freedom from slavery to sin and the freedom also from um, the the burden that we could never really carry on our own. Um, and so a lot of other things have also been on my mind, but I, I, I very much do just want this to be a, a pretty short, like just reflective episode. Um, the last thing I'm going to say, since I plan to release this the day before Easter, so if you happen to listen to it on the on the, the day I release it or maybe on Easter day, is I really just implore y'all to take some in t- some time to intentionally sit with God. Like I was describing earlier, like those moments of silence and solitude, those are just so precious. Um, and there is no better week to, I mean, our eyes should be fixed on the cross at all times. Um, because yeah, like there's a, there's a verse, it's first Corinthians two, two, where Paul writes for, I am determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I think that is such a perfect slogan, um, that we all need to like stamp on our lives is that, you know, we give so much time and attention to everything else and everyone else and every other part of our lives. We neglect to spend time with our creator and with our redeemer. And so I just implore y'all to take some time out, be it, you know, today. I, I, well, I say today because we're not guaranteed a tomorrow. So whether you're listening to this, like the day that I release it or two years in the future, take some time out today to s- sit with God and to read the story of Christ's crucifixion and his resurrection. Um, Because like I said, like we should be determined not to know anything among us except Jesus Christ and him crucified. That there is no truth. I wanted to say story, but it's, you know, it's a true story, right? There's no truth that we should be more familiar with than this one. You know, we, 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 we know what's going on in the worlds of pop culture and sports and, you know, even within our own social circles, but do we know the gospel? Do we know the the story of Christ? Do we know the light and the truth and the way? Like, do we know him? And so if you want to know him or if you already know him, but you just want to know him better, um, especially as we wrap up this Holy Week, um, you should read, yeah, the, just in each gospel, it's just two chapters so in john it's uh john 19 through 20 in luke it's 23 chapters 23 through 24 in mark it's chapters 15 through 16 and in matthew it's chapters 27 through 28 pick one of those or you could read all four just read the different accounts um but read those and meditate on them and really just see um and just just sit with the weight 
of what Christ did for you, what he did for all of us, um, and what he's continuing to do because we serve the risen king, right? Um, he didn't die and stay there. He rose and now he, he dwells and abides in everyone who, who allows him to. And that's just such a blessing and it's such a, such a gift. Um, and yeah, and so just to close out super quickly, um, some songs that I recommend you listen to. I literally just discovered this like an hour ago, this album, and listened to it straight through. It's called the Passion Week album, so it's very fitting, by Antioch Music. I particularly like the songs Hosanna, Make Way, um, Gethsemane, and Holy Communion. Those are all really great. Um, I think it's just some great songs to help us further reflect on what this Holy Week means and what tomorrow the best day of the year, um, the best day of every Christian's life each year, um, Easter, what it actually means. Um, but yeah, thanks y'all for tuning in to this sort of special impromptu mini episode of the Redemption Arc. Um, I'm wishing y'all the, the best Easter imaginable. It doesn't matter if you're spending it alone. doesn't matter if you, you know, have work on that day. We still are all living with um, the victory of what Christ did and does and who he is um, and the fact that, yeah, we as Christians get to be, that we get to inherit that, um, because of his, his sacrifice and be joint heirs with him and the kingdom of God. Um, yeah. So thanks y'all. Thanks again. Yeah. Happy Easter. And I'll talk to y'all soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Redemption Arc. To stay connected and receive show updates, follow at The Redemption Arc Pod on Instagram. Once again, that's at The Redemption Arc Pod on Instagram. You can also connect through email. Feel free to send prayer requests, personal testimonies, your thoughts on previous episodes or ideas for future ones, along with any questions you may have to the Redemption Arc Podcast at gmail.com. The purpose of this show is to edify the family of faith as well as engage those who are not yet believers but want to find out what this Christian walk could look like for them. I want the Redemption Arc to be as interactive of a platform as possible, so please do not hesitate to reach out. I'll see you on the next episode, but in the meantime, stay prayerful, stay vigilant, and never forget in whom you are redeemed. Thanks, y'all.